Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. It has been a busy, busy, busy last week or two for me and for the American public, for everybody, everybody. Crazy news happening everywhere, all sorts of things going on. And, uh, you know, Klaus Schwab actually said uh, that the thing about the fourth industrial revolution is that it's winner takes all. I don't think that that can, the importance of that statement can be overstated, Right. Uh, the the bad guys that are that are trying to destroy America right now they are playing for keeps. It is winner takes all, and that is what they're trying to do. So with that, let me just jump right into the new American Revolution. What did did Rents just just say a revolution? Yes, I did. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Let me begin this by talking about uh, my firm and fervent belief that uh, peaceful mechanisms are the only method for moving forward in this country. We have to remain peaceful. We have to follow the rule of law. We have to ensure that the rule of law is evenly applied to all people. It's not happening right now, folks. It is not happening at all. And so I want to start out with this. And then I want to ask why this is happening. Right. So we have an article in the AmericanMind.org, and it's referring to a new book uh, published by Kevin Slack. Uh, the title is War on the American Republic. And I want to let me just read you an excerpt from this book. OK, uh, this is actually pretty important, but it's quite shocking. And I want you guys to know this is shocking. This is really uh, when I read this, I was like, boy, do I, do I want to talk about this? And yes, yes, I do. So this is a quote from the book. The only force that can oppose the servitude, the servitude they're talking about, by the way, is uh, the attempt to essentially create a, uh, a new America where we, the people, are in servitude to the government. And uh, the, the premise of this book is that that's no good and that that's what's occurring and that we either fight back or we're, we're in trouble. So uh, going back to the quote, the only force that can oppose this servitude is an armed citizenry with a stake in, the so- in society, angry about its managed decline, insistent upon its rights. Thus, the kleptocrats' fear is an armed citizenry above all, and they seek to register and confiscate AR-15s and render the people defenseless against state coercion. Such tyranny could trigger open conflict. Americans own some 500 million firearms, and while the left celebrates revolution, its marchers have never seen the systematic ordering force of conservatism when prodded to destruction. The left can claim control of the bureaucracy and the military command, but of actual fighting forces, it holds few. It is an alienated local place and the 3.3 million veterans who have returned from recent imperial wars. The right, after such a long train of abuses, must confront whether it will be willing to leap into the revolutionary abyss. This willingness and preparedness for war may be the way to prevent open conflict. To force common recognition of some table of values of the inalienable rights not subject to negotiation. Now, that's a pretty uh, shocking and amazing statement, folks. 
Uh, this guy openly says what I hear a lot of people talking about. Guess what? The left can do what they want to do, but they're a bunch of wusses. The right wing's got the guns and got the soldiers and the people who will stand. And the premise here that we should use, uh, use that to say, listen, there's a line in the sand. We're not going to cross that line is really an interesting thing to me. Now, I think that it is the most shocking part of this is the fact that this is actually something we're talking about. Our country has fallen so far so fast. We are under attack from so many different directions that we have people talking about who's got guns, how many guns there are, and whether or not there's another revolution on the horizon. That's a terrifying thing. Folks, can, you got to understand something. Um, when we talk about revolution, when we talk about war, when we talk about this sort of stuff, that's serious. There's a reason we're fighting for peace. We don't want this. We don't want armed war in America. We do not want that. Our kids don't want that. You don't want to be in a situation where you've got to pick up arms. And a lot of people, I think, take this a little bit too lightly, right? I don't think people understand what civil war looks like. You know, you're talking about people dying, people close to you, people you love. You're talking about death. You're talking about carnage. You're talking about chaos. You're not talking about going to work the next day. You're talking about, uh, you know, who's shooting who in the streets. That's not something we want in this country, and we have to avoid this. Let me be real clear here. I don't want that. Uh, in fact, that's why I fight the way that I fight. I don't want my kids to face that. No, make no mistake. If the alternative is slavery, yeah, we'll fight. You know, I'm not going to live as a slave. There is a line in the sand. I will not be a slave. You will not force me to take these vaccines. You will not force me to have a tracking chip put in me. You will not force uh, me to to uh, tolerate a surveillance under the skin. These things aren't going to happen. But we do not want fights. We do not want violence. We do not want that sort of cast. Why does this come up? What's happened? Why is this an article? Why is this a headline? Well, let's look over the last few years. Let's look at what's happened. You know, going back to 2020, we threw our Constitution out the window. You know, when you look at 14 days to flatten the curve, everybody's like, oh, it's just 14 days to flatten the curve. Who cares? Well, we should have all cared, folks. We should have all cared. If you look at 14 days to flatten the curve, the orders in most states essentially mimicked house arrest without any due process. Our courts failed so epically in ensuring that the Constitution stood during an emergency that it's almost unthinkable, and the precedent is terrifying. You can never, ever in this country tell someone that they are locked in their house except for essential services without due process. That is, a, that is a, an absolute, absolute override of the Constitution on every level. We look, we look at what else is happening. We see these CBDCs, surveillance, throwing away the, the entirety of the purposes of, uh, of the Fourth Amendment. Uh, 
I mean, we look at the, the right to privacy. We look at all these things. You know, we see the push to try and get the guns, the push to try and shut down free speech. We see the government working with uh, social media and, other, and Google and all these people to ensure censorship. Folks, our country is under attack and people are seeing it. And we're now getting to the point where people are talking, there's actually articles about revolution. We do not want this, folks. We've got to retake this country peacefully, and we got to do it now. So, you know, on top of all of this, let's not overlook the 800-pound gorilla in the room, which really may be a, uh, a triggering event, the indictment of Donald Trump. Folks, before I get to that, well, no, let's go right to that. Let's go right to that. So I look at this indictment of Donald Trump. This is ridiculous, folks. It's ridiculous. You know, you look at what Hillary's done. You look at what uh, Biden did. You look at what Obama's done. You look at all these guys. Yet they're going after this guy. And there just is no way to make the argument that Donald Trump's indictment is anything other than a witch hunt. This is political. This is just like J6, but worse. Worse in the sense that we're now going after a sitting president who represents the views of a majority of Americans. Folks, well, a former president, not a sitting president, I'm sorry. Uh, folks, Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican field by a huge margin. How do you argue that this isn't a political uh, move? How can you even say that? This is one of those you're peeing on my leg and telling me it's raining. I mean, how stupid do they think the American public is? Uh, you know, I mean, we can get into, and I plan on actually doing a show and, and some conversation about the Presidential Records Act and, and the indictment and getting into some of the, the dirty, you know, the legal uh, ins and outs of this coming up. But for right now, we have the leader of the Republican presidential field and a former president who didn't do anything illegal being indicted for nothing more than political purposes. I've got this right here on my screen. I am looking right here on this screen uh, in my stack at this indictment. 44 pages of absolute trash that if I had filed, I would be sanctioned. I would be uh, likely in ethical trouble with the bar, and uh, rightly so, rightly so. This is a garbage case done for a purpose. This is not law, right? So justice should be blind. Justice should be something that is served without bias or prejudice. This is done for political purposes. There is no question about it. And all it is doing is illustrating the epic failure and breakdown of our justice system. If this judge has any courage at all, he will absolutely have to look at this and say, I'm sorry, this is political. I mean, they should be looking at sanctions against this, against this attorney for filing this. This is not a case that I believe you can argue was done. I'm not saying it wasn't well done on some level, uh, but I am saying that this was done in a way that reeks, reeks, absolutely reeks of a political witch hunt. You can't do that. 
our country is founded on the idea that you can have whatever political position and speech position you want, and you don't get in trouble for it. Listen, Donald Trump having these documents, Presidential Records Act is clear. He takes them home, they're his, right? He can decide what's classified, what's not. That's not debatable. The idea that this is a, you know, a national security thing. Well, Donald Trump wasn't even in charge of national security when they alleged that he did all these things. He wasn't violating national security. He wasn't the president anymore. And he, when he took it home, he was president. When he decided to take that to Mar-a-Lago, that's his stuff. He can do whatever he wants with that that way. He can declassify that. I, you know, folks, I don't know. Ultimately, this is a this is a bunch of nonsense. And meanwhile, let's look at this, right? Let's look at this. Uh, we've got over here a headline in town hall. Has the reckoning come for Adam Schiff? Well, you got Adam Schiff over here pushing the Russia collusion thing with the FBI. How much evidence do you need of politicization of our Democrat uh, Department of Justice before someone does something about it? Department of Justice. FBI, all these guys, they're totally involved with, uh, with everything related to, uh, you know, this, this uh, absolutely ludicrous uh, Russia collusion hoax. No one's getting charged there. Where's, where is uh, the DOJ on that? Why aren't they charging people there? Why aren't they charging their crooked FBI? Why aren't they charging themselves? Russia collusion hoax was all ahead, but you know this nonsense, which wasn't even a violation of law. Nobody has any problem. You know, Adam Schiff is now facing uh, some sanctions and some issues in in Congress, uh, thanks to Anna Polina Luna, who actually has more BDE than most men in Congress. Or, well, I mean, this is kind of standard. There is a bunch of wussy spinelet. Congress is full of the most weak-kneed wussies I've ever seen. These people are sellouts and cowards. You, you want to find a few strong people, you go to the women, as usual, because uh, there are no men anymore in this country. But, you know, you look at this uh, from beginning to end. You see the, this two-tiered system of justice. If you're, if you're a Democrat, if you're a leftist, if you're a sellout, if you're anti-American, you can count on getting away with whatever you want. If you're Donald Trump, if you're pro-America, if you're America first, you can count on the Justice Department and the justice system coming after you. And yet the courts just don't seem to have the common sense to say, you know, we're seeing a pattern here. Seeing a pattern here. Now, there's some reasoning behind that, and we're going to get more into that. But one of the things you've got to recognize is that this is not just a one-off. This is consistent. Since 2016, it's been nonstop on Donald Trump. And somewhere, somehow, our courts are going to have to get a handle on the fact that you cannot have this. They are letting uh, the DOJ and the executive branch and the, even the legislative branch in some cases act far outside their scope of their authority. They're allowing them to do all sorts of things that are illegal. And, you know, despite this, it just keeps marching on. Nobody's doing it. Our judges have to get a hold of this. The judges are overseeing the complete breakdown of American society. This does not deserve a day in court. Some judge somewhere needs to say, listen, executive branch, legislative branch, you guys know the law. Let's pay attention here. 
Let's do something with this. This is disrupting our entire republic, folks. This is disrupting the entire republic. It's just that simple. I don't know what else to say. We have people writing articles about revolutions. We have people talking about, uh, you know, civil war. We have chaos. And it's all because there is absolutely no more respect for our Constitution or our law. It started with the election in 2020 and COVID in 2020 and has gone downhill from there. And at some point, our courts and justice system need to wake up and do something about this, or we're going to have some serious problems in this country, folks, even more serious than we have today. All right. I need you to go to TomRens.com. We need your support. Uh, we're fighting for freedom. We're fighting for everything we can. We're fighting against this corruption, but we can't do it without your help. I need you to share our stuff. Go to t- support our sponsors. Please support our gifts and go. We need donations. We need support. We've got to get some help on this, folks. Too much happening for us to keep doing this without uh, without your backing. Uh, you know, I'll work as cheap as I can, but man, we got a lot going on right now, folks, and it's expensive. You know, I pretty much just need to keep my lights on. So please support us, TomRens.com. We'll be right back. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's COFIXRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at CofixRX.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You should all know, though, that despite talk of a revolution, uh, talk of uh, corruption, George Soros funding Project 65, which is a way of uh, attacking lawyers who are fighting for freedom, 
uh, despite the CCP being involved with the creation and the DOD being involved with the creation of SARS-CoV-2, the vaccines, all these different things, you should know that you don't have anything to worry about because our Republican uh, leaders in the House have, have done what they need to do. Headline from Fox 5. House votes to restrict feds from banning or regulating gas stoves. Well, hell, folks, no more worries. Don't worry about the Trump indictment because the Fed, the, the House is on it. I mean, you know, they're mad about the debt ceiling. So, yeah, listen, we're going to spend a couple trillion more dollars with a weaponized FBI, DOJ. I mean, that's fine. But, uh, you know, hey, at least our gas stoves will be protected, right? We'll still be able to use a gas stove as America burns around us. You know, that that's really the key, right? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to read you some of this against that backdrop, folks. The House on Tuesday voted in favor of preventing the Consumer Product Safety Commission from banning gas stoves and limiting safe, safety agencies' ability to regulate the products. Okay, well, we could have defunded the Consumer Sa- Product Safety Commission with the debt ceiling uh, negotiations, but no, we didn't do that. Instead, we're just going to stop them from from regulating uh, gas stoves. Tuesday's 248 to 180 vote comes after the legislation was put on the back burner last week after conservative Republicans decided to block floor action, putting the House floor in a state of paralysis and raising questions about Speaker McCarthy's to control his co- ability to control his conference. Yeah, he he's seriously, he's in serious trouble, folks. Um, they paralyzed the gas stove legislation. That shows, I mean, you want to talk about testicular fortitude, folks. There you have it. I mean, they held off on the gas stove legislation. Don't worry about the two, the, the trillions of dollars on, on debt ceiling, folks. That's meaningless. We've got the gas stove re- legislation. And there's all sorts of stories about it, folks, because that's what's important. Debt ceiling, eh, you know, whatever. I mean... You know, we're going to fund our DOJ going after Donald Trump. We didn't. We could have pulled funding on that. You know that? Y'all know that we could have, in that debt ceiling negotiation, put in a clause, said, listen, we're going to restrict any further investigations against uh, Donald Trump and no federal funds will be spent on that. You know, they could have did that. I mean, they had to do a little bit differently. Uh, They had to, you know, call it political investigations of former presidents, things like that. Uh, they could have done that, but they didn't. No, no. Instead, they, they push this through, and then they push this garbage gas stove legislation out there as something to distract you from the fact that they sold out. GOP conservatives joined Democrats to block a rule bringing the bill to House floor last week. Rule votes are typically party lines, but this time, for the first time in more than 20 years... For more than 20 years, they broke the down and, and, and just held this off. The courage, folks, the courage of our Republican leadership. These guys, they did it. They didn't stand for Trump. They didn't stand against a corrupt FBI DOJ. But they stood strong on gas stoves, folks. Don't you worry. On Monday, the conservative defectors announced they would stop blocking floor votes for now as they look to gain more power from party leadership and cut spending. Yeah, that they just voted for? 
They're going to cut spending. What spending are they going to cut, folks? They just voted to raise the debt ceiling. You think that's not going to get spent? They're going to spend every dime up to that debt ceiling. That's what's going to happen. Uh, as an added bonus, the legislation is unlikely to be taken up by Democrat, by the democratically-led Senate. The White House said it opposes legislation, but it stopped short of a veto threat. Oh, well, don't worry. ED leader Limp Dick McConnell can... Uh, did I just say that, folks? I think that we're going to have to have a little bleep here at about 4.50 uh, in the segment because I might have just, uh, I'll let you guys figure out what that bleep was, right? Um, I got to tell you, folks, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. We should high five our Republicans for their courage, their courage, because they stood strong on gas stoves to really show that McCarthy a lesson. Uh, they taught him, oh, he he's really smarting from that. Uh, a total of 29 Democrats voted with Republicans in favor of the bill. Uh, House approved an amendment from Warren Boebert that expanded legislation beyond stoves, making restriction apply to commission bans on any type of appliance based on its fuel stores. Well, okay. Now, now we're just going overboard, folks. It's almost like we're gloating. And I like Lauren Boebert, but I mean, really? Really? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. This whole article, uh, a Consumer Product Safety Commission member, Richard Trumka Jr., uh, made headlines when he called for the ban. And uh, he, uh, this is a real fight, folks. They're, they got this whole article. They want you to believe this is a real fight. This is a big win for the Freedom Caucus and the conservatives. You know, the Freedom Caucus led by Jim Jordan, who was advocating for the debt ceiling increase. Jim Jordan, right? I swear to God, if I have one more person tell me that Jim Jordan's, oh, he's a fighter. He is? What's he fighting for? Democrats? Sold out on the debt ceiling, folks. What's he going to do? Have some more hearings? Those do a lot. Uh, folks, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Uh, generally, left-wing groups have expressed concerns about gas stoves because they have been linked to childhood asthma and found to leak chemicals like car the carcinogen benzene. Oh, no, we're all going to die. Of course, um, I don't see anything about the the sudden deaths caused by the COVID jab here. Maybe that's farther down in the article. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, if they're concerned about uh, asthma and uh, benzene, that they would be concerned about all the people dead from the COVID jab, right? Or not? Our country is on fire. Our country is being burnt to the ground by leftist, communist, Marxist, and monsters all over the place. We get a Republican majority. We have a Freedom Caucus in the House, led by a guy who advocated for the debt ceiling to increase without putting in any anything in there that would help to ensure that Donald Trump was not indicted, to ensure that we were actually going... So this is absolutely an embarrassment folks the republican party is in complete and total embarrassment right now and they're the better of the two parties they're the better of the two parties we have got to retake this party this is ridiculous folks it is absolutely ridiculous
you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, everything that I see here, this is, this is classic. This is classic. Donald Trump is indicted with money spent from the debt ceiling increase that could this indictment could have been stopped if the Republicans had any testicular fortitude whatsoever. But instead, instead, they pass this and then move right on to showing how tough they are by opposing this gas stove legislation temporarily as a, uh, I don't know, protest move. Somehow we're supposed to be impressed with this. Where's the vote of no confidence on McCarthy? Where's that at, folks? That's what I want to see. Don't tell me that this garbage is going is at all meaningful. This is garbage. This is absolute garbage. You know what, folks? I'm tired of this. Uh, if I had any sense at all, I'd tell you, look at these Republicans standing up, and uh, you know they are brave and they're doing right. Uh, because you know, right now I've got everybody on the planet mad at me. Democrats, Republicans, nobody likes me. Um, it'd just be easier to sell out. It'd just be easier to sell out. But I, I can't do it. I just don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. I look at this, you know, I mean, I probably shouldn't tell you the Jim Jordan's, uh, you know, full of crap. Talks a good game, but doesn't do anything but hearings. Hearings. I don't care about your hearings. I want to know what you're going to do. I want to know what you're going to actually fight for. When are you going to fight? I don't want to hear another damn hearing. Let's hear about the fight. Meanwhile, you know, the American public's looking for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is trying doing everything he can on this. He's getting indicted with 34, what is it, 34 felony counts or something? Some absolutely ridiculous nonsense. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, folks, this is insane. Meanwhile, we're worried about gas stoves. Yeah, Donald Trump is the most famous and powerful man on the planet to be faced with the two-tiered justice system that we are promoting. We are promoting a two-tiered justice system, folks. We are pushing for a two-tiered justice system. It's what we want. It's what we're asking for. Uh, you know, that's that's it. We want a two-tiered justice system. Why? Well, because, you know, if you... Think about this, folks. And I want to reach out. I want to talk to my, my brothers and sisters of color in this country, right? Black, brown, I don't care. I want to talk to the people of color. I want to talk to my brother and sister Americans. And I say brother and sister because I don't care what color you are. But the Democrats do. The left does. I want to tell you that, uh, you know, are you okay with what they're doing to your children? See that you see the poor the poor uh, poor person of color growing up in a tough neighborhood sells some pot and goes to jail for nine thousand years. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, all these guys they commit real crimes, real crimes, crimes that that are damaging to our entire nation. What do they get? Nothing. Where's the charges against Joe Biden? who actually did what they're accusing Donald Trump of, who took a $5 million bribe and they're still covering up for him. Where's that at? 
Now, that's that's what you see. Joe Biden can take a $5 million bribe to destroy America. Nothing. You kids, they're on the street. They sell some pot. They're in jail for how long? It's two-tiered justice, folks. And it's the exact same thing that's occurring to Donald Trump because Donald Trump is no more an insider than your kids. See, they don't like Donald Trump, just like they don't care about your kids. This is what's occurring, folks. This is what's occurring. This is what two-tiered justice means. You know, the people who don't have the money or the political connections, and make no mistake, it's both, right? It's both. If you're very well connected politically, you don't have to have the money. And if you're very wealthy, you can get away with a lot, but you've got to be politically connected as well. The right people get away with everything. Meanwhile, we have a group of lawyers that are being funded that we know are being funded to attack conservative lawyers who are fighting for freedom, right? That's what they're there for, their entire purpose. David Brock's Project 65, that's what they do. I don't see anybody going after them. I don't see anything happening there. What's occurring there? We getting anything, folks? Anything? This two-tiered system of justice is mind-blowing, and our courts have to do something about it. We need to have some real conversations. We need to do some real things. There's going to be some changes in the rules. And uh, this is going to have to start from the SCOTUS. This is going to have to, John Roberts is going to have to make some changes, or he's going to oversee the decline of our country, the collapse of our country. The Chief Justice, God bless him, is not in a position I would want to be in. But either he's going to make some rules to preserve justice and ensure that it's actually fair and even-handed, and he does have the power to get some of this done. I mean, he can push us. Uh, our Supreme Court is ultimately uh, really in a position to oversee how the judicial system is managed from a federal level, and they need to do it. It's not happening. And this can't be lawsuits only. It's got to be done with the rulemaking process as well. The federal rules of civil and criminal procedure, uh, the rules of conduct, all of these things have to occur. The Supreme Court needs to be pushing for this. Now, there's different groups that are behind this. I mean, you know, the bar associations and the this and the that, they're all involved. But I'm going to tell you, if we lawyers don't start policing ourselves, if we continue to sit aside and collect paychecks, while we oversee the decline of our country, I mean, we're going to, there's no, uh, you aren't going to have a job as an attorney if there's no justice system. That's kind of where we're going with things right now. Justice system is collapsing. Uh, people are losing faith in it. People are losing faith in everything. We've got to do some things to straighten this out. We've got to write this course. And, you know, I'm sure that this is wildly unpopular uh, for me to talk about as an attorney, but I don't really care. Just like I don't care whether the Republicans like me. We've got to fight this. We've got to get this right. I'm here to fight for the people, not for the, for the attorneys, not for the Republicans, not for anybody else. You know, I committed to God to fight for people. That's what I'm going to do. <sighs> Folks, it's it just, when I look at this article, when I see that this was the protest movement, I, I mean, the 
other solutions to health issues that have been linked to gas stoves uh, are, are not a ban, but rather uh, that measures like performance standards. I mean, we have a full, full, I mean, this whole article on this just absolutely useless crap. We spent a full article and God knows how much time our Republican leadership has spent on something that is completely meaningless. All to distract you from their epic failure as elected officials. They sold out on the debt ceiling. They did not enact any reform, any just raising the debt ceiling. Nothing. Nothing else. And now we're supposed to high-five them over gas stoves. I'm not high-fiving anybody, folks. I am not high-fiving a single person. We need to get elected officials into Congress that are actually patriots, that are willing to fight. And uh, we, the people, got to organize. We got to get things done. We've got to get moving. We have got to fight back. Go to TomRens.com. Help us in this fight. Help us. Uh, We need to raise funds right now. I'm just going to tell you right now, I got to fundraise. That's one of my top priorities right now because I got to keep the lights on. There's too many cases that need filed, and we can't do it without without funding. Uh, I don't care about making a lot of money, but I do care that I can keep my lights on and pay my attorneys. That I got to do. So please support us at TomRens.com. We'll be right back. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome to the Stack O Stuff segment, my very favorite, the Stack of Stuff segment. I love this because I just get to hit things. I'm like, I'm like, uh, as Rush used to call them, the drive-by media. Uh, well, this is the Ren's version of the drive-by media. I get to be drive-by media here, just hit things really fast and uh, 
move on without too much focus or too much time being spent on anything that I don't really want to get into details on. And frankly, I don't need to on a lot of stuff. I don't need to really dig into details on certain things. So, for example, we have here headline Daily Mail. I got a lot of Daily Mail today, actually, on the stack of stuff, if we get through it all. We'll see. There's always more stack of stuff than we get through. But headline Daily Mail. Why CNN's ratings are so low? Trump tears into Jake Tapper after host scolded his own producers for airing footage of the former president with supporters in Miami and network refused to broadcast, quote, dangerous speech live. So uh, CNN, which is, I mean, I don't know. They're a joke. CNN, it's not even news. Uh, it just, it's not even sort of news. I don't even know what it's supposed to be at this point. Just a propaganda piece, I guess. Anyways, uh, Tuesday evening, CNN aired footage of Trump greeting his supporters uh, after the rest arraignment at a Cuban cafe, Versailles, in Miami's Little Havana. Well, good old Jake Tapper. Tap, tap, tap. Tappity, tap, tap, tap. Little Happy Gilmore reference there. Uh, Jake Tapper. Uh, well, he was fussy. He just didn't like this. He's like, "You gotta quit showing this." And he says, "We just gotta quit. We gotta stop this. We can't, can't have this. There's too many people who look like they like Trump." So he is all mad because they were showing this footage. He didn't want that. He's like, "We just can't have that. We cannot have images of Trump's bazillions of fans and the supporters because that's just no good." So. He got mad at that, and, uh, you know, he says no. And, by the way, uh, CNN also, uh, according to this, uh, well, they uh, they didn't want to show that dangerous speech of his, you know, where he responded to this, because God knows you wouldn't want to present both sides of the story. You only want one side. You only want the, the Joe Biden narrative because CNN doesn't want. CNN is actually an election arm of the Democrat Party, and uh, which is a bit of an issue. I mean, you know, I mean, they claim to be news, but they're actually just an election arm of the Democrat Party. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it just kind of mind-blowing here. Uh, but, yeah, Trump being Trump, and uh, part of the reason we all appreciate Trump is uh, – yeah, well, he says, you want to know why your ratings suck? That's why. Uh, you know, there's just uh, quote, the good news is he was the only one to do so. Perhaps a good explanation to why CNN's ratings are so low. You know, speaking as to why, uh, you know, Tapper didn't want to have, uh, the, you know, the, the images of all of these people supporting Donald Trump and loving Donald Trump, which they do. I mean, it's just... This is just ridiculous, folks. Our media, yeah, they're not even sort of pretending to be media anymore. They're just literally political mouthpieces, and it's it's absurd. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I like this one a lot. Uh, this is rightjournalism.com. Video, uh, headline, video, Biden is arresting Trump because he can't beat him. Here he is admitting he is going to do it. And yeah, I'm not going to play the video. Uh, I'm not. I don't care about that. But uh, during this uh, this press conference in uh, last November, Joe Biden is uh, is talking, and uh, 
Well, let me just read this to you, right? So this is a reporter asking a question of Joe Biden. Her question is, so the entire genesis of that G7 conversation was tied to your predecessor who's about to launch another campaign. How do you reassure them, if that is the reason for their questioning, that the former president will not return to his political movement, which is still very strong, will not once again take power in the United States? So we got a reporter. Please, Mr. Biden, please tell us how you're going to save us from evil Donald Trump coming back and, you know, being duly elected as president again. You know, can you steal the election again? They didn't actually ask that, but I, it's kind of what they want. Uh, and Biden's answer is this. Well, we just have to demonstrate that we will he will not take power by if we if he does run. So Biden says, and then he continues. I'm making sure he, under legitimate efforts of our Constitution, does not become the next president again. Uh, Folks, what does that mean? What the hell does that... Did we have a sitting president talking about using law enforcement and other things to make sure that... I mean, what do you mean under the Constitution? Does not become the next president again. I'm making sure he, under legitimate efforts of our Constitution, does not become the next president. Did Joe Biden just admit that he is abusing his power to ensure that the political will of the people of the United States does not get carried out? I mean, this reporter just said, hey, Trump's got all sorts of support. We love Trump. People love Trump. How do you make sure he's not going to get in power? Well, I'm going to make sure. We're going to use the Constitution. We're going to twist it. We're going to bend the law. We're going to do whatever we got to do. Make sure he doesn't get back into power. Folks, the sitting president, unduly elected or not elected, but appointed, the, the appointed president of the United States just said he's going to take every legitimate effort he can although none of them are legitimate because you can't, it's, it's actually an oxymoron, uh, to ensure that Donald Trump doesn't become president again. He is using his power and his authority as president in whatever efforts he views or capacity he views as legal to prevent Donald Trump. You cannot use the power of your presidency to, to affect a political campaign. There are no legitimate constitutional efforts he can use. This is unbelievable, folks. The president is talking about undermining Donald Trump's campaign using the power of the presidency. And you wonder why people are talking about revolutions. I just, we are a banana republic, folks. Got a couple Federalist headlines here. The Federalist headline, pointer enlists FBI censorship lackey Yoel Roth for fact-checking summit keynote. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that I want to talk about here. Uh, the Pointer Institute is kind of behind a lot of the fact-checking, and they're generally paid off and controlled by Gates and Zuckerberg and World Economic Forum members. And, and what they are is they're just a corrupt entity that's there to act as though they're protecting media bias and, and ensuring fair and fair reporting. But the reality is, is what they really are is uh, the leader of misinformation. Pointer, I actually did a substack on it. Oh, it's been it's an older substack now. Uh, Pointer Institute, they're as corrupt as can be. They're just absolute trash, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, they they they're leading their fact checking summit 
by having a uh, FBI censorship stooge who is, you know, just as corrupt as they are uh, headline it. I mean, folks, what can I say about that? I mean, are any of you surprised at that, really? Okay, I'm just moving on. Next, uh, another Federalist headline. When LGBT activists flood market or target with bomb threats, media pretend conservatives did it. Yeah, so this is really interesting, right? So we have this pervert pride month uh, because, you know, frankly, if you have to talk about what you're doing in your bedroom, you're a pervert. I don't need to hear it. I don't care what you're doing, gay, straight, or otherwise. I just don't want to hear it, right? Uh, and if you're pushing, uh, you know, delusion, if you've got the mental health problem, right, the mental health problem being transvesticism, if you have uh, a gender dysphoria disorder, that, that is, it's a mental health problem, right? Uh, well, you know, I mean, you're just nuts anyways. But so what these nutcases are doing is, uh, you know, uh, they threatened all all these attacks, all this stuff at Target, right? Uh it's mind-blowing. The Hill and the Washington Post on Monday uh, led scaremongering with headlines like bomb threats over pride items, uh, but they forgot to mention something. You know, they talk about the bomb threats over pride items, and they try and make it sound like those bomb threats are against people who, uh, you know, people who are conservative, but the reality is, is that all these bomb threats were from LGBTQ nutcases who were out there pushing, uh, saying, we're going to blow you up if you don't carry our pervert pride stuff. Now, Target's losing billions of dollars in the LG- over this LGBTQ nonsense, and you've got these perverts out there saying, well, if you don't keep pushing this, we're going to keep, we're going to throw bomb, we're bomb you, and this, uh, it's sick. It's sick. Why aren't we talking about this? By the way, who would have thought people with a diagnosed mental disorder, uh, gender dysphoria uh, disorder, might have issues and do crazy things? Just saying, folks. I'm just saying. I, did did I just say, wait, did I say something that might be, okay. my producer, I hope my producer's not worried. I mean, someone might censor me. Uh, uh, or, or suggest that I'm a hate monger here. I hope not. I'd really have my, my feelings would be really hurt, folks. If anybody consist, uh, said or suggested that I might be hateful, I'd be really hurt because uh, God knows they, they, uh, they would never do that. All right, moving on. Headline. This is back to Daily Mail. White Starbucks manager who ran Philly store where two black men were refused access to bathrooms, sparking protests, is awarded $25 million as jury finds she was fired because of her race. Okay, so here's a newsflash, folks. Uh, in the United States, it is about as clear as day. You cannot discriminate on people, uh, against people, based on the color of their skin. That's great law. I support that law. That is a tremendously important law. Okay? The idea of discriminating against someone because of their skin color is abhorrent. And I don't care what their skin color is. White, black, yellow, green, brown. I don't care if you've got polka dots. I don't care if you've got monkey pox. You should not be discriminated based on the color of your skin. Well, y'all remember 
when uh, these these guys they went in the bathroom. Uh, Starbucks just wanted to use the bathroom, and uh, they, uh, they. I mean, they weren't buying anything. They weren't doing. Anything. They just want to use the bathroom. And they're like, no, you can't just come in and use our bathroom. Buy some coffee or something. And so they, uh, you know, they were protests because obviously the only reason. Uh, in the minds of leftists that this occurred was because these guys were black and the manager was white, which didn't actually have anything to do with it. Well, she got fired because she was white. At least that's what the jury found. And uh, so far, Starbucks is paying her $25 million because she was fired over her race. You can't do this, folks. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just insane. You know, Starbucks decides to fire this woman because she's white. That was the thing. And, you know, essentially what they're saying is if she was a black woman and did this, she wouldn't have been fired. But because she was a white woman and denied black black men access to the bathroom, this is somehow something, you know, there's something wrong here. Um, what, what, what does this have to do with it, right? What does this have to do with it? Uh, you know, I mean... Obviously, her attorney's happy. Yeah, I would have been happy with that, too. Um, you know, a lot of punitive damages, which will probably be appealed, but, you know, that's good. Um, these guys got arrested. You know, uh, police were called because, you know, they did things they shouldn't have been doing. You know, I, I just, this whole thing, the, uh, go woke, uh, go broke. And, you know, it's because part of woke means ignoring the law. You know, uh, I, I don't even know. Uh, the whole thing's ridiculous. Moving on. I'm done with this one. It was just stupid to me. Uh, headline, Daily Mail, secret of all male summer camp for the elite whose members are Fortune 500 owners and powerful government figures is sued by three valets claiming they were forced to endure horrific working conditions so the bohemian club out in california right and you know this is one of those uh you know gotcha headlines you think you're going to get all sorts of juicy details about the bohemian grove and all that nonsense and you aren't i mean that's not what this is about um but i think it's still an important article let me tell you why so this article doesn't talk about any uh pervert behavior it doesn't talk about any uh, you know, satanic rituals or any of that other nonsense that we hear about all the time. And, you know, I'm not saying that doesn't occur there, does occur there. I have no idea what happens there. I don't go there. Um, what I do know, though, is that, you know, this the Bohemian Club is very, very much the top of high society. Now, this is where the California elite and all these rich billionaire type people go uh, to do whatever it is that they want to do there. People who have more money than they know what to do with. Uh, presumably, the club makes pretty good money. I mean, based on the stuff that they do, you'd think they're making quite good money. But as is often the case, these people who are probably all the same people arguing that we should have $20 minimum wage type things, uh, well, they screw the employees. They screw the people at the bottom. The little guys, the guys that are serving them, the valets, oh, no, they work. 18-hour shifts without bathroom or lunch breaks. 16-hour shifts without bathroom or lunch breaks. Non-stop working, no overtime, falsify pay records, the whole nine yards. You got to save that money, right? 
They say that my, you know, you don't want to pay that $15 an hour salary that they keep advocating for publicly any more than you gotta. And that's really what's going on here, folks. You know, this is, uh, yeah, the not me type stuff. You know, the, the billionaire cloud, they don't want to pay 20 bucks an hour. That's too much. Uh, but they want the local hardware store owner to pay someone 20 bucks an hour who didn't graduate high school for doing whatever it is that they're doing. I, folks, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, the corruption is shocking and mind-blowing, but probably shouldn't be at this point. Anyways, uh, please share this show. Support our sponsors. Uh, Cofix, Genesis HOCL, spectacular products. Use Out Loud Code at checkout. The America Out Loud Network is the premier network. If you want to get information, if you want to get and share things, uncensored information, this is the place to be. You got to support this network. You got to share this network. We got to get the word out about this network. Support our sponsors. Uh, use the Out Loud code at checkout for any of them. You know, click on the banner ads. Support these sponsors. We got a lot of good sponsors here. Good people. You got to support this network. You got to support these sponsors. If you want us to be able to continue to bring you top-notch shows with top-notch people, you got to make sure that you're uh, you're supporting it by by supporting our sponsors, by sharing the show. We need a lot more people listening to the show, so make sure that you share it. Listen, click share, get it out there. Help us, support us, so we can keep fighting for freedom. See you next time. 